Welcome to the Courageous Recovery Broadcast. I'm your host, Randy Mortensen. This is a weekly 20 to 25 minute program where we provide answers for your, I don't know how. Whether you're dealing with recovery issues, emotions from a loss, or maybe life has just thrown you one more curveball than you were expecting, it's so glad to have you here. And, and today, the topic is going to be on your word for 2022. Mine, my word that I just discovered a couple of days ago is actually empowered. So empowered is an adjective, and it means the definition, according to Webster, is having the knowledge, confidence, means, or ability to do things or make decisions for oneself. So the topic of empower is actually part of our Lifestyle Champion Weekend for Men. The next opportunity for for men to come together in a new community is the first weekend in February in the greater Orlando area. Uh, So if you're interested, go to lifestylechampion.org. That's lifestylechampion.org, and there's more information there. This is actually information and teaching from cohort number three, like I said, that is titled Empowered. So today, it's it's great to, to see that we have now listeners literally from coast to coast here in North America, and, and I think we're up to 24 countries that we, we have people taking time from their busy schedules to listen, and in some instances, to listen and watch this broadcast. So thank you for taking time out of your crazy busy schedules to to be with us here today. And there's more information about the work that that God has me doing at randymortensen.com. That's Randy, last name Mortensen, M-O-R-T-E-N-S-E-N.com. Later in the show, I will talk more about the 21-point assessment that you'll see on the front page of my website. And that's a tool to determine whether you or a loved one qualifies for one of my programs called the Lifestyle Champion Cohort. But as I mentioned earlier today, the learning opportunity is really going to be all about about empowered or being empowered. And the theme of the Lifestyle Champion Weekend for Men is is we're coming together to learn how to live like a champion. And the words of encouragement that I really like to hone in on are the promises that come from, from the Bible. And in the Bible, it talks about the promise of being discipled. So in, in this Empower session and, and what I'm sharing with you today, the, the goal is really to learn how to live like a lifestyle champion by learning how to live according to the victory of the promises of God. And you can, you can look to the NFL team, whoever your NFL favorite team might be, who wins a Super Bowl, and, and what, what are they saying? We, we live like champions, we play like champions. And so, so as Christians, we live like champions so that others will come to know the one and only living God who gave us his victory. Jesus Christ was crucified, rose, and is coming again. And that's the victory. And the promise of being discipled is something that, that is often not talked about enough. 
And it's imperative that we learn how to be discipled if we're going to be empowered. No question about it. Mark In Mark chapter 1, verse 17, Jesus called out to, to the people then, and he says this to you and me today, come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. What's that say to you and me? We're invited. And everything pertaining to life and godliness, to wholeness and holiness, comes down to hearing this invitation. Not just a once upon a time invitation. It's commonly called justification or being saved. But this is an everyday, every moment invitation, which are the call of the Spirit for our sanctification. The responsibility that you and I have is to listen for that call of Jesus, to follow me. To follow me is what he says. And then we're we're expected to respond with integrity. The promise of being discipled is a promise that you never again have to do life by yourself. Jesus is inviting you and me to do life with him for eternity, which, oh, by the way, includes every day of this life here on earth. Again, you're invited. The life of a Christian is a lifestyle defined and and really determined by the response to this invitation. It's an invitation that's the ongoing day in, day out lifestyle of a Christian. Salvation is is really an all-encompassing reality. Salvation is forever. It might begin with that initial decision or acceptance of the invitation, and it ends with the fulfillment of it, but it also shapes your day-to-day life. And my question for you today is, are you hearing God's invitations in your everyday life to follow him and to become like him in everything you do. And I like to encourage people to underline in everything you do, because the results are guaranteed for all who accept this invitation. How do I know that? Well, because Jesus promised, I will make you become fishers of people. In other words, Jesus is promising that God, through the Holy Spirit, will not only conform you to his image, but also have you partake or participate in his divine divine purposes. And, and Paul in, in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4 said this, and because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires, is what Paul wrote in 2 Peter. This is coming out of the Life Recovery Bible. That's a promise that he has given us great and precious promises. Salvation is an ongoing work, and your part is to respond to the invitation to, quote, follow Jesus and trust that he will keep you, that he will keep his promises that he's made. And he won't keep those just once, but every day. This is the lifestyle of believing God. Jesus promise of of being discipled is the promise of a master teacher. He said in Luke 640, students, 
are not greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. In other words, we're invited to become like Jesus. You're to learn all that Jesus Christ wants you to learn because we're being transformed by the renewing of our minds. That came from Romans 12 too. You're being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And in, in that verse, he goes on to say, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. That day in March of 1992 for me, was that day of revelation, and then came the transformation. The promise of being discipled is the promise of being apprenticed to do the same work and even greater works that the master teacher, Jesus Christ, did. You're to do all that Jesus wants you to do, because as fishers of people, you're taking on the mission that Jesus had to make disciples of all nations. What are we in this? What's our role here? But we're really his ambassador, his witness, his light in the darkness. That's that's our role. Those are our roles. The promise of being discipled is the promise of becoming like Jesus in your very character. I've often said, I want there to be enough evidence to convict me being a Christ follower. How about you? I want there to be enough evidence. I want people to see that gentle heart, that humble heart that, that God talks about and he desires for each and every one of us to have. Because as, as Paul wrote in, in Romans 8, 29, verse 8, Romans 8, verses 29 and 30, for God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son. He knew you and me in advance and chose us to become like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. We're among the many brothers and sisters. And he goes on to write, having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them what? He gave us what? His glory. So as as we become all Jesus wants us to be, know that we're redeemed. Know that we are image bearers of God. The promise of being fully discipled is the promise of the Holy Spirit producing fruit on your branch. And then demonstrating to the world that you are like him and that you represent him. And Parts of the Bible in, in, in the book of John talk about producing much fruit. And that fruit production brings great glory to the Father. And, and as we look at the commandments and in, in, in living each and every life according to those commandments, we can be assured that our joy will overflow. We'll be filled with joy, and that joy will overflow. So Think about this for, for just a minute. You are the dwelling place of God on this earth. Your body, your physical body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. It's really a holy priesthood that's interceding God's presence. And why is this happening? Because 
It's to witness to others that all things can be created new. And we're a new creation upon this earth. For those of us in recovery, we're a new creation. The old me, that broken, hurting, sin-filled guy was made new. I was transformed. And then, and then I was blessed to be discipled. And I had, I had men that were showing me what it was to do the work of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And these are all promises of God. We, we are given guidance that, that we're responsible for our part in this great exchange, the exchange of, of sharing this from generation to generation. And, and we're called to live it by faith. And as I said a, few, a, a minute ago, my mission is really to be a disciple maker. And it's for others to see the work that God has done in my life and say, wow, if Randy can do it, I can do it. Those who knew me during those years of, of insanity are amazed to he hear my story and to see the radical change that has happened within my life over, over the last 30 years, frankly. And in it was only through God's grace and God's goodness and God's forgiveness that, that I was able to go through the 28-day the treatment program and come out not fully restored for the first about 16 months, 15 months of my recovery. I had figured out how to not drink, but the transformation had not happened until, like I said earlier, March of 1992, when my life was transformed. And and what did that require from me? That required a lot of trust. That required me to inquire of people that knew far more about this faith journey than I did. And God just made introductions that to this day amaze me. The introductions that, that I was blessed with. And, and there, were, there were men in my life that, that said, you're invited to sit at the table, you're invited to trust God and to trust that he keeps his promises to do all things and, and so much more. Because Peter would teach in, in, in Second Peter, he writes what he would teach in chapter 1, verse 3. He said, by his divine power, God has given everything we need for living a godly life. Let me say that again. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We've received all of this by coming to know him, by being drawn nearer to him, by seeking him, pursuing him. And the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence is giving us everything we need to live a godly life. So now that you know what God has promised to do with you and in you and for you, let's take a couple of minutes and focus on the invitation of, of this pro the invitation of this promise. You're invited to trust God by following Jesus. You're invited to trust God by being a fully devoted follower of Christ. And when you when you look at follow in the New Testament, it's 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 in many ways synonymous with the word come. In other words, come to me, 
follow me. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. And what? I will give you rest. That invitation from Jesus was to follow and it was to come. And that, that's, the same pro, that's the same promise of God. And for the Jewish people, the Hebrew word halakha took on the meaning of habitually practicing or walking in a certain lifestyle as a way of fulfilling God's invitation to covenant relationships. So as, as, you, as you think about the nations coming together, and a good example here is, is the vision that, that, that Isaiah and his son were given concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In those last days, the most important place on, on earth will be on the hills. And people from all over the world are going to stream there to worship. People from many nations will come and say, it's written in, in that book in the Bible, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of Jacob's God. There he will teach us his ways. And we have an opportunity to bring peace, to bring, to bring love, patience, compassion, and empathy so nations no longer fight against nations, nor do we engage in war with one another. If we're going to be descendants of the Lord, let us walk in the light of the Lord. And that's what was being talked about, where the invitation was to follow. The invitation was to come, not as a one-time act or action, but it's really an ongoing journey. And, and Jesus was essentially saying, I am the way. Have no doubt in your mind. I am the way. And, and it's unmistakable that, that this was the message to his original audience. But yet, there was some controversy back then, wasn't there? Controversy today. But some of the distinctions here are important because Jesus was directly aligning himself to the ancient promises of Yahweh. And, and he, he talked about the rule over all nations and the Messiah's eternal reign over all of God's creation. And here's what Jesus was saying. This is my call to discipleship. And it was the same then as it is today. It's an invitation to enter into a relationship with God by joining him in his relationship with the Father. And, and Jesus was very clear as he declared that he's the only authorized way to know God. He said in Matthew eleven twenty seven, 27, my father has entrusted everything to me. No one truly knows the son except the father and no one knew truly knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Wow. Jesus directed his original audience to himself just as clearly there as he did in John 10, 9. Jesus said, yes. He didn't say, well, maybe. He said, yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. I'm the door if anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture or green pastures. 
is it says in another version in 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 another section later in in chapter of john jesus was speaking to thomas and he said i am the way the truth and the life no one can come to the father except through me what does this mean to us as as i'm thinking of my word for 2022 that word is empowered that also can be tied together with you are invited. You are invited. You are empowered. Sure, it's an invitation that each of us must decide how we respond once and for all, but it's also an invitation for each and every moment and every day of our lives. Jesus is saying, follow me. This is the way. If you're looking for a fulfilling life, if you're seeking godliness, if you're looking for wholeness and holiness, it includes your call, your response to that call to not only becoming like him, but also to partner with him in the mission. Because there's only one invitation, one calling, and it is for each of us to answer. It is the invitation to faith, trusting that he will do the rest so that you can find rest for your soul. And God's plan for you is to live the lifestyle of a lifestyle champion. My cohort is titled Lifestyle Champion Revealed. And this Lifestyle Champion Weekend for Men that happens across the country at various times of the year, as I said earlier, the next version of the event is, is the first weekend in February in, in Oviedo, Florida, just northeast of Orlando. And what we do during that weekend is, is we really drill into how God gave us his words of encouragement for us to, to share with others. He promised to love us before we ever loved him. And he delights in seeing you use the gifts, skills, and talents he has provided to fulfill the plan that he has for your life and the plan that he has for our for my life. Let us be faithful in doing our part. I like to I like to reflect on the words of the 12th step. It's loving and caring for others as we practice these principles in all our affairs. And I can tell you from personal experience, you'll be blessed beyond measure when you answer that high calling in your life. As I wrap up here, I, I just want to remind you of some, some darkness that's in our world today. Overdose deaths have tripled since 1990 on an annual basis. And during this almost two years of pandemic, we're seeing overdose rates skyrocket. It's, it's more than 130 overdose deaths per day across the country. It's costing our economy more than $800 billion annually. And the suicide rates have, have just grown astronomically. If you know someone who's struggling today, or maybe you're that person who's battling a compulsive and destructive behavior, please don't wait another day to seek help. Reach out to me in my office number, which is 321-757-HOPE. That's 321-757-HOPE. You can also text CHAMPION to 66866. That's CHAMPION to 66866. And you can request the, my ebook that's titled The Five Common Mistakes on Pursuing Recovery. Reach out to me or call someone you know and trust 
because those who are dying today are husbands, wives, sons, and daughters of someone who loves them. Please don't wait another day. Today's the day. And as I'm closing out this session, here's a question to ask yourself. Does my lifestyle reflect what I believe? Does my lifestyle reflect what I believe? There are two kinds of people, givers and takers. Make your life a mission, not an intermission. I really do hope you found this information helpful today. You can look for the replay of this to be available on the usual podcast online outlets around the world, like Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. I want to encourage you as we embark into this new year. Have a blessed day today and be extraordinary today and every day throughout the end of this year.